0: Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Praise the Lord, I hope you brought your Bible with you today. However you access the scripture, you might want to go ahead and and get that out because we're going to start off a little bit different than we normally do. A little different rhythm cadence to the, to the message today, the delivery. And um, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and turn with me to Matthew's Gospel, the 7th chapter. Matthew chapter 7. And um, I want to talk with you for a few minutes about one of the parables that Jesus shares with us in the scripture. And uh, goodness... How many of you know what it's like to face a storm? How many of you have ever weathered the storm? Jesus shares with us a very brief accounting of two men. And he makes a contrast and comparison between the two. And we're going to pick it up. If you're in Matthew chapter 7, shout amen. We're going to pick up. All right, we're going to pick up in verse 24, and we're going to begin reading, and Jesus says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded upon the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was its fall. I was thinking about our text for today and I'm I'm working through this picture in my mind. And and certainly we know how conventional wisdom applies to this scenario. We understand the implications that are here, that a building is only as strong as its foundation. As I'm I'm thinking through this picture in my mind, I'm I'm a very visual thinker. I, I have to, I, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that if you just don't really challenge me. I'm, I'm okay with reading the pictures, you know. And um, so I'm thinking through this in my mind and I'm trying to envision what this scene looks like. And, and I wonder, I wondered as I'm thinking through this and I'm trying to envision these two builders who are building their houses, I'm, I'm wondering how many similarities there were between the home of the builder who built on the rock and the home of the builder who built in the sand. I wonder, I wondered for just a minute, did the man who built on the sand, did he just go and throw up some raggedy shack because he knew that he hadn't built on the rock? Or did he try to build something as closely as he could to imitate and replicate the house that was built on the rock? I believe there are a lot of people in the world that are trying to build something that looks like something that it ain't. And I I just imagine in this moment that that you see two houses who are standing here that have a lot of striking similarities to the naked eye as you're just looking on and you're not really getting down underneath and examining what's going on. I wonder how close these two houses were to each other. I wonder if, if the man who was built on the rock, I wonder if he was standing looking out his window as the storm was passing through and he began to see the collapse of the house that was built on the sand. I wonder if the man who built his house on the sand was able to get out and look over and see the house built on the rock and realize the folly of his choice of building spaces. And, and then, I, then the thought struck me as I'm I'm working through what does all of this look like, the thought struck me, and I I thought to myself then, and I believe this was inspired of the Lord, I believe that the Lord prompted me to ask the question, and the question was this, well, you know, this is what it may have looked like, but what did it sound like? What what did it sound like in this story that Jesus is telling us here? Now, I, I know what the storm sounds like on the respective houses, because I, I've been through enough Eastern North Carolina hurricane seasons now that I know what the storm sounded like. I can I can hear the crashing surf. I can hear the howling winds. I can hear the pelting rain. But the question that really haunted my thoughts were not so much how the storm sounded from inside the house, but how did the house sound in the storm? Surely it stands to reason that this this house, described by Jesus as succumbing to the storms with a great collapse, didn't do so without a sound being made. Can Can you hear for just a moment, can you just listen with me and imagine, can you hear the creaking and the moaning of a house with a poor foundation as it begins to shift swaying tossed to and fro with every shifting wind can you hear the sound from inside the house as piece by piece the roof begins to be blown away exposing the inhabitants to the elements of the storm Can you hear the cracking of the timbers as they begin to succumb to the force of the elements being applied? Can you hear that awesome, mighty, ground-shaking thud of that building as it collapses under the weight of the storm, not having the sufficient substructure to sustain it during the adverse times? You see, I believe as we're looking on at this picture, everything looked all right as long as everything was all right but the moment that things weren't all right there were some frightful noises that began to manifest in this situation then there's that house up there on the rock all quiet but was it but was it all that quiet I, i need you to understand this morning that jesus is not teaching us a lesson in construction technologies He's not underscoring for us the importance of digging out and pouring the mortar for the building of our physical houses, but he's talking to us about how to build a life. And as I began to contemplate that the house on the rock, that house on the rock, it was then that the Holy Spirit reminded me about Jesus not teaching good lessons and good construction practices. In fact, this wasn't really about building houses at all. This is about building a life that is undergird by the truth of God's word. It's an analogy. The man who hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him. To a builder who went out and built his house on the rock. The man who built his house in the sand and he, he, he ignored my, my commandments and goes out, I'll liken him to a man who built in the sand. The, the premise of Jesus' whole talk here starts with the description of two men who have chosen two very different bases upon which their lives will be built. And this is a life lesson. And what I begin to realize in this is that if this isn't a lesson about building a house but rather a lesson about building a life and all of these elements in this storm have a sound of their own including the house built on the rock you and I will have a life that has a certain resonance to it when the storms of life come and settle in on us. And when we begin to listen to the noise and the sounds of our own lives, the declarations that we have, we will begin to better understand the foundation upon which our lives are built. We all know the sound of the storms. In this, in this parable, they're depicted as the rains and the winds and the, the, the surf and all these things that are crashing in. But we know the sound of a storm, the sounds of a storm. We know what it feels like to feel the sting of betrayal and the noise that attends. We know know what it's like when people smile in your face and stab you in the back. There's, There's a reason that Jesus offers us encouragement that you're blessed when people despitefully use you and speak all manner of evil against you. We, we, we know what the storm sounds like when the diagnosis or the report comes back that we didn't want to receive. We know the howl of adversity when it seems like that there's no way that the ends will ever meet. These, are, these and many others are the pitches and the tones, the sounds and the growls of the storms that blow into our lives day after day, week after week, season after season. But I'm not working today to help you try to identify the sound of the storm because you already know the sound of the storm. I'm here to help you identify the sound of your life. Moreover, I'm here to call you to an inspection of your foundation because you can tell a lot about the condition of your foundation not by the sound of the storm that comes. Because storms come to us all, they're a constant of this life. It's not the sound of the storm on the house that's telling, but rather the sound your house makes when the storm comes that indicates the condition of your foundation. Sometimes when the storm comes, you see people getting boisterous and loud. They're telling everybody and their brother about their little hurt. Martyrdom is their song. They sing a sad song of discouragement. Every other social media post is them Finding some kind of meme drug up from some place to justify or vindicate themselves. Never really introspectively looking at their own lives and seeing things that are going on and just taking it to the Lord in prayer as we're all instructed to do. They're jumping up and down, running to and fro, trying to draw attention to themselves. And when that happens, I can tell you this. The foundation of their lives is not in the truth of God's word, nor what he said about them. It's in the praise and the applause of men. They're trusting more in the, in the sympathies of, of man than they are in the healing power of God. And that's just the truth. But I don't want to labor there too long because that's not what I want to encourage you with. Because the creaking sound of collapse is not the only sound that's made when the storm comes. We've only focused on the sound of the house that collapsed. And you know what? To do so is a very natural thing. It's it's not the world. The world around us loves collapse. The world loves collapse. We love collapse to see people fall we love to see people fail TMZ isn't reporting on the great successes of people's lives they're reporting and chasing down the scandals the things that discredit the things that rob from one's integrity they're not they're not there trying to build us up and inspire us clickbait usually doesn't include the headlines That say look how this guy made it it usually says see their tragic end because somewhere along the way in our twisted fallen humanity that makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves rather than get up and climb up out of the hole that we're in it seems like it feels like there's a sense of elevation if we can just find somebody else a little bit that seems to be beneath where we are it makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves but the description of the house that has fallen has given us such a demonstrative imagery and 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 you know what I believe I know about me if if the wind and the waves and the rain and all this stuff are going this house is swaying I'm looking for the webcam baby I am, because I want to sit in the safety of my home. I want to watch this joker fall. It ain't every day you see a house fall, right? You you just, I want to see it go down. As a matter of fact, I believe that there would be a lot of people who would love to have a good vantage point to watch this house. They're they're watching it sway back and forth in the wind. They go, whoa, oh. I remember, I remember many, many, many years ago, uh, Pastor Lisa and I lived in a place, we had a bunch of really tall pine trees in the backyard, there was a hurricane blowing through. I stood at the back of the house all day long watching those trees sway, and we would just be like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's going this time, no, I, no, it's back, no, it was just incredible to watch those things begin to fall over and just, I don't know, I wasn't thinking about cleaning them up at the time, but. Do you know that nobody ever gathers around the house on a strong and firm foundation and just stands there and says, wow, would you just look at that thing standing there? Just just look at it, weather that storm. Such a valiance, such a regalness about it. Just look at there, standing in the storm, my goodness. But over time, over time, over seasons... The house that stands generates quite a testimony for itself. And we all stand around. It's not necessarily in the heat of the moment. It's not necessarily when all the waves are beating and the winds are blowing. But there's times when we begin to pass by and it strikes us and we happen to look over and say, you know what, that house has been standing there a long time. That house has seen a lot of storms blow up. That that house has seen a lot of adversity. That house has stood there, but it has not been shaken. And it continues to stand today as a testament of how good that place has been built. And I don't know that any of the timbers of the house on the rock were ever disturbed enough to make a sound. But how many of you know sometimes there's a lot being said without anybody uttering a word? I mean it it just stands there presumably not making a single peep but how many of you know there's sometimes a lot being said even when no sounds are being made it's like your mama when she used to correct you for cutting up and she didn't use words my mama could say some very sharp and pointed things with her eyeballs I mean very distinct communications were made and not a word said. And I'm telling you that in as much as we see all the calamity of the house built on the sand with its swaying to and fro and its creaking and its moaning and all of its noise and its pitching back and forth. There's a communication that's there, certainly, but there is a communication that is coming out of the house that is built on the rock, and I want to submit to you today that if your life is built on the rock of God's truth, your life will be accompanied by a resonance that conveys a message far greater than the commotion of a swaying frame and creaking timbers and collapsing block when the rains beat down, the winds of adversity howl, and the waves of life crash in. You may not be the most boisterous, you don't have to be the loudest, and there may be nothing about it that draws attention to the crowd, but your house is making a sound as well, and it's a victorious sound. If the racket that we hear most in the world is the accompaniment of the house built in the sand then i believe the accompaniment track for the house built on the rock sounds a lot like many of the testimonies that we read in the bible and i'd like to if you don't mind i would like to give you the subtitles of this mute structure the standing On the rock in the storm and I believe if you and I could read the subscript if we could understand the translation of the declaration the resonance that's coming from this structure that Jesus tells us about today I believe it would sound like a lot of the of the words that we hear in scripture I believe it would sound a lot like Psalm 61 that says, From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. And I will abide in your tabernacle forever and I will trust in the shelter of your wings. I believe it sounds a lot like Romans 8:31 that says what then shall we say to all these things if God be for us who can be against us I believe it would sound like the continuance of that chapter when it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sakes we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. And the house on the hill stands and says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities or powers or things present or things to come nor height nor depth or any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The house, the house on the rock, that life built on the foundation of God's truth says but we have this treasure in earthen vessels the excellence of the power that that the excellence of the power may be of god and not of us for we're hard pressed on every side yet not crushed we're perplexed but not in despair we're persecuted but not forsaken we're struck down but we're not destroyed I believe it sounds like Paul writing to Timothy and saying, for this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know who I have believed in and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep what I've committed to him until that day. I believe it sounds like Paul writing to the church at Philippi saying being confident of this very thing that he who begun a good work in you will complete it till the day of Christ Jesus I'm telling you child of God you may be weathering a storm today but don't you give up on the good thing that God has started doing in your life don't you start creaking and moaning like you don't have any hope but you stand up with your testimony of firmness and surety that God's Word is forever settled in heaven and don't you back up and don't you cower down in fear but you stand in the authority of the word of the Lord today and after these things the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying do not be afraid Abram I am your shield and your exceeding great reward God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in a time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and the mountains are carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and are troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of our God. God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved he'll help somebody needs to get on their feet this morning and thank God I I think there needs to come a resonance out of this room right now just just a, a, a powerful powerful praise right now just needs to begin to begin to lift and swell in this room all over this place Somebody needs to get on their feet this morning and say and thank God and make some noise in the midst of your storm right now. And what you need to say is, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. It might not look good right now, but I'm still standing. It may not seem like things are in my favor right now, but I'm still standing. My hope is filled on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. And I'm still standing. Thought he had me, but I'm still standing. Friends have walked out on me, but I'm still standing. People lied about me, but I'm still standing. I faced some fierce trials, but I'm still standing. I want to tell you this today you may leave the place you may leave the house without deliverance in your soul and you may leave this place today and the only thing that you can hear is the howling wind of adversity the crash of the waves of defeat and the ringing wet drops of sorrow which you became accustomed or you can leave this place today with a resonance in your heart a song of joy a song that we have overcome a song a testimony a testimony that may not be quite as alluring to the rest of the world as they're looking on they don't know what you're going through they don't know all the things that are working behind the scenes But you and God are getting it worked out right now. And you can leave this place today with a new song in your heart, a spring in your step, joy unspeakable and full of glory, and a peace that passes all understanding. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.